Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Here we are, 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, by the way, we're recording live at uh, Mixler.com slash Afterthought Media. That's mm-hmm. M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Afterthought Media. Yeah. Join us live next Sunday and stick around for the After Breakfast Tea. We got After Breakfast Tea today, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if we're oh, recording and I'm talking to that person, I'm yeah. telling him yeah. next week. You yeah, better yeah, join yeah. us. Uh, yeah. And also, by the way, speaking of next Sunday, <laughs> next Sunday we'll be simulcasting at our usual time. 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, on Pride48.com for their big June Pride48 event. Cool. Uh, Mike Lawson, we are so excited to do that. Yeah. Um, Um, And, I mean, we need you and I need to talk about it. I swear to God, I thought it was today, though. Like, when I (laughs) committed to it, I was certain we were doing it this morning. Uh But that's okay. Um, I do have some stuff I need to talk to you about next week for next week, though. Uh, we'll figure it out. So, what's going on with you? How are you? What's new? What's the tea? You know, I'm going to tell you something. So, uh, by the way, you know, anyone who subscribes on patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia was uh, enjoyed a very special weird moment on Friday. My mom and dad and my Aunt wow. Linda were um, over, and I think they had a couple margaritas. My mom's like, I want to go on the air. I want to tell the truth about what you say about me. Yeah. Did yes. you hear this? No. Oh. And it's so, only Patreon subscribers that can get it. Yeah. I, maybe I'll okay. play a little bit after after no, 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 uh, no. It's, after breakfast. No, you don't give away the goods. You know. Uh, well, my why, mom. Why did, would someone then buy the cow? That's true. I will say this. Uh, my mom, because someone, you know, people in the chat room were asking her questions, and uh, somebody asked to for her side of the story about the prison sandwich. Yeah, and it, I'm cause I'm going to release it to Patreon. It, it was live. I'm releasing it to Patreon tonight cool. uh, for that's everyone a good to hear. Tease. I want to yeah. hear it. And uh, don't give it away. I think I'm not going to give it away. But my mom gave her version of the prison sandwich story. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also you, gave her version of the time. People had the most random memories of stories that even I didn't remember. I remember this one, though. Like, she gave her version of the story of when people, the kids pulled the grass, the fake grass up, and she confronted mm-hmm. them. And um, people asked about when my mom couldn't find the handicap placard and thought teenagers stole it. And they, well, So, like, people in the chat prompted this. Like, oh, yeah. They, Remember? Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
So oh, yeah. like good people showed up in the chat that actually oh, yeah. remembered the story. Oh yeah, wonderful. they were they were big yeah, fans yeah. in the chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I think you maybe just tipped me into subscribing. Via, Mike uh, Lawson, I can just send it to you. No, no, no. Let me tell you though, and I, I'm I'm not not trying to hijack your story, but I just finished season eleven of RuPaul, mm-hmm. this Drag Race, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I accompanied it with your podcast. I told you, yeah, and I, it was. Uh, like I just really enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. it made me enjoy this really crummy season of <laughs> Drag Race too. Uh-huh. Um, so I think like I'm gonna subscribe and like find. I I don't just what I worry about is like how is the audio delivered to me? I kind of don't want to. Oh, there's an art. You oh, that's what a good thing. So when you sign up, you get a private RSS feed link. Oh, that you can great, put great, in your podcatcher. Great. Yeah. Okay, done. Yeah. Um, I use um Overcast. That's so. what I use too. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so finish. I'm sorry. So your mom came on air. Yeah, that's saying... not even the story. So the point okay. is that um, I, I, but I think I previewed this story on the air. My mom told her version of this too. So my mom has this Monday uh, like Jesus group that comes here. Yeah. I think I talked about it. Where I have to, I have to like leave the house. Or I'm not allowed to walk around. Do you know about this? Where like I'm not allowed to walk yeah, yeah. around the house. Yeah. Well, I heard them all of a sudden like chanting on Monday. Well, they don't usually, they're, just, they're usually just gossiping, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know? But I heard, like, like... monks or something? Yeah, like, Okay. And I was like, what the fuck is going on downstairs? But I let them do their thing. <laughs> and, um, and so then, uh, I know afterwards we all went to go get lunch. Myself, my aunt, cause aunt Linda is also in this christian group right um and so oh here we go like this is is maybe i don't know if this works let me see what this is here let's see here no this is not it i'm looking for like gregorian (laughs) chant with nuns that's not a nun i thought that was you (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was you Anyway, so on the way to lunch, my mom called. Oh, wait. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here it is. This is exactly what we want. This is what I heard. I'm going to have it underneath the story. (laughs) This is what I heard, right? So anyway, on on, uh, when we're going to lunch, my mom calls. She goes, I have to call Celia, right? Because... um, because Linda was late today, and Linda said there was a lot of traffic on the freeway, and she didn't know why. And then Alma said, oh, I saw in the news that there was a sniper uh, on the, yeah, there was a sniper on the freeway shooting people. And I was like, oh my god, it's like a big, I hadn't been watching the news, so I'm like, that could be true, you know? Sure. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'm in the back seat with Linda, and Linda's like... I'm gonna now. By the way, this story is cuckoo. What Linda told me in the back seat, she goes, "I'm gonna tell you. My stepmother used to tell me, if you're ever on the freeway and there's a sniper, wait, wait, yeah, that's why I was like, what? <laughs> and by the way, Linda's in her six, and her stepmom told me this is like 50 years ago. If you're yeah. ever driving on the freeway and there's a uh-huh. sniper, just zigzag around the freeway, and they'll be hard for them to shoot you." And I was like, what is, what is, what is going on? And 
and I was like, this is a weird, why would the mother, like, why would her stepmother know, talk about, like, why would she, by the way, she said, she always told me this, she said it for so many years, I heard them like, why is this constantly a problem 40 years ago, that the Mm -hmm. stepmom was telling if there's a sniper on the freeway to do this, right? If you're ever in quicksand. Yeah, so one of the people who would have taken that route didn't show up to the um, Christian thing, right? Uh-oh. So my mom called her and she was like, hello. And she was like, oh, I just was didn't want to go or something like that. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. We prayed for you. That's what they were doing. They were praying for her. Okay. Uh-huh. I go, hmm. So then I was like, well, that's weird. Okay. Then later, my, my mom's telling other people with a story about the sniper. And I'm like, I went on the news and there was no story about a sniper or anything. It was like all these like dumb stories about like, you know, like, you know, what, what Amy Schumer wore to a Costco or something. And I was like, that's, you would think there'd be stories about a sniper. Yeah. So I put in exactly the location they were talking about new, and it did all the Google search, right? Yeah. Mike Lawson, there was traffic because they found a dead body in a car, but there was no no sniper. Nothing. Did they think that maybe the person was shot or something? No, no, no natural causes. And, so, I, but so I, I asked my mom, I go, what? she goes, Elma said there was a sniper and Elma used to be in the army. So what are you saying, Joey? I'm like, I'm saying that you guys make up stories. Because then they, yeah. about the sniper and how he was mad about Donald Trump. And they had a whole story. This, <laughs> and so. This is how the internet has ruined us. Because now we just know the truth of everything. We can't yeah, walk around stupid. And I know, but they're all detective now. stuff. It's the it's the ladies detective. What was that called again? The the ladies detective red hat society. The, the whatever. Yeah, the ladies detective agency was on the case, and but they the but they solved. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you're gonna hear a story today. The ladies detective agency becomes a part of it. I'm I'm gonna tell that story. Uh, oh no, I'll tell it now. I'll tell it now. It's perfect now. Okay. It's a solve. This is everything's fine. Everything's solved. I don't. Is my cousin Stephanie in the room? She wouldn't know what I'm talking about here. Uh, my cousin Stephanie and I share a grant. My, my my arm of my microphone keeps falling. I don't know why. So it's like I stroke. I know that's what it feels like. Um. So uh. My I got a. Well, first of all, I took some Ambien. I hadn't been able to sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I popped some Ambien. It takes like 20 minutes for Ambien to work. And oh, I guess I can turn this off. And yeah. um, <laughs> so I'm waiting for Imagine the, I'm, somebody was just like 30 seconds skipping us and they got to this point and they're like, why is there nuns chanting? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to fix this. I'm trying to fix this microphone thing. Okay. Now I'm a, I have a standing desk. You know, I have a standing desk now? No, good for you. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. It's the greatest thing ever, and now I'm just going to use a standing desk and stand up. Okay, so okay, so I pop some Ambien, like literally pop it in my mouth. My phone rings. It's my mom, and she's like, everything's okay. Okay, everything is okay, but your grandma was missing, and the police have found her. And oh now they're taking her to a hospital. We're going to go meet her there. If you want to come, I go, I literally just popped Ambien. And she goes, okay, yeah. well, I will keep you posted. And we're going to go see, make sure your grandma's okay and all that, right? I'm like, okay. Okay. So I wake up this morning and I go, uh, is grandma okay? And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. And they tell me the whole story and blah, 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 blah. But my mom goes, I'm going to tell you, Joey, 
because they went to a they went to uh, their niece's um, uh, ballet recital. Mm-hmm. So they were in that when they were getting all the calls, and um, they went to your niece's. No, ballet no, no, recital? no, 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 no. Um, yeah. So, okay. um, and will you remind me, like, your grandma's like memory and stuff like yeah yeah, yeah yeah she has dementia she has dementia okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay so um so they they, they didn't get the calls they didn't get, they didn't get them until they left so they rush over and then halfway actually whoa coincidentally they were driving by where the dead body was on the freeway okay i didn't even think about it so right now uh-huh. When they got the phone call that they had found my grandma alive, okay, and uh, that's when they called me, right? They didn't want to worry me until they knew it had, it had results. So, okay. but she, my mom said, I'm going to tell you, Joey, as soon as I got the call that your grandma was missing, when we were in the car, I called the Christian ladies, you know, and we started praying and then when we hung up from praying, that's when I got the phone call that your grandma was fine. So prayer works. Jesus found your grandma. Sure. I'm like, no, okay. the police found grandma. But uh, whatever. I mean, if she, I mean, look, what, what do I know? Right? What yeah. do I know? By the way, if anyone, I will say this because they're going to need to put um, some sort of device on my grandma. If anyone knows of any reliable device for dementia or Alzheimer's patients, elderly senior citizens, uh, can you email me at uh, at uh, what is it? What on catchinguppodcast.com? Send me yeah. a message. There's a contact form there. Hey, like I mean, it sounds weird, but like the tile. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like that could be sewn in like little pockets or something. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I but feel you, like I, your mom has some kind of experience in this sort of area. She though, does. Too. We talked about it, but my mom has experience with like industrial, yeah, type ones where like they, you know, they come to the nursing home and they they sell the nursing home a package for right, where that. like doors have alarms. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like we have found some. The, the the thing we have found is that there are, are devices that you know there's a geofence and people are alerted and stuff like that. The problem is is. How do you get the old person to wear it reliably? And yeah. because it's technology to charge it. Yeah. You know? So. Did she live alone? No, she lives with my grandfather. <clears throat> and how is he okay mentally? Yeah, he's or fine. He's just he... deaf. Yeah. Hmm. Deaf and old. Well, I'm glad that she's okay. Yeah. Um, did they find her far from her home? <sighs> Far for walking for an old person, yeah. And she had fallen. Yeah. And oh no! Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but she's fine. She's fine. No, they, yeah, okay. they did all the checks. She's completely fine. And it's uh, still scary, though. Like she, you know, she was walking on the edge of a cliff, and we're yeah. glad she didn't go yeah, over. Right. But like, could have. Yeah. No. No. It could have been really bad. But you know, that's why I want to get these. You know what's sad is in L.A. County, where my parents live, they have a program. Where it's free, where they the, the they you can get it for free. These like wristbands for older people, and um, when you report them missing, the police can automatically find where they are, and it's free. Mm-hmm. But my my grandmother lives in another county, and they don't have uh, that program. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. Huh. 
because it, it, it works directly with the police department, so they can just find them. Um, anyway, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Anyway, um, nothing. All right. <laughs> I did, um, I wanted to tell you this story. I have a buddy, I guess, from, he's like from the bar, from the White Horse. Mm-hmm. So we're not like super close, but like if I saw him on the street, which I have actually like ran into him on uh, the BART before. Mm-hmm. And, like we talk and, you know, I'm interested in his life, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not like hanging out. I don't text mess. I don't have, I don't even think I have his phone number. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're not super close, but I know him. Um, and for the longest time, well, he actually was a bartender at the White Horse for a while. Oh, he was? Yeah. Is I just hot? remember that. No. Oh. I mean, he's a, a, a solid six and a half. Oh. All right. <laughs> I mean, he, whatever. He's not my What I think he's that? hot. No, because he's 27. Yeah, I was going to say maybe 20 years ago. He's, <laughs> you know, he's a few years older than me. So he's not your type is what I'm saying. Um, not that you like children. You just like guys younger than this guy is, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So he, anyway, he, for the longest time, he was uh, dating this, like, uh, uh, guy who's a paramedic and also Mm -hmm. DJs at the White Horse. All right. And so basically they're staples of this, this bar that I go to all the time. So I'm all the time and they were there pretty much every time I went in, they were there. And I would even go one step further and say pretty much the majority of the time they were also drunk Mm -hmm. when I was there. So like, I just know those guys as the, the drunks from the bar. Yeah. So, uh, maybe like a year ago, they, the two of them break up. Okay. Okay. And I follow them both on kind of social media and I'm watching this breakup happen through social media, not Mm -hmm. through talking to either of them. In fact, I don't Mm -hmm. think I've actually seen either of them since the breakup, but I'm Mm -hmm. watching them break up. And one of them, his name, his name's actually Joey. Uh, Joey, who used to be the bartender, Mm-hmm. finds a new boyfriend like right away. Okay. And not just finds a new boyfriend, but like is like social media billboarding it where, mm-hmm. you know, here's me and my boo. His Facebook status is like great weekend with my boo headed to, you know, this place with my new boo well, <laughs> selfie oh, with my boo. I want to cut in for a second because you know, who's like this is and I, I see him in the chat room. This Jordan Darley meets someone at the supermarket. Next thing you know, they, they have a shared Twitter profile. <laughs> and I, I always know when Jordan Darling's gone shopping or passed by someone on the street because all of a sudden they've been on three adventures together. And I'm like, how did this immediately happen? Okay, go yeah. ahead. So, uh, so the, he's like, he can't even post like a picture of coffee. And he's like... You know, a picture of my coffee, and he's like, ah, oh, isn't caffeine good? The only thing better is my boo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. everything. Okay, Jordan darling. And here's the thing, Joey. I told you he's a six and a half. The boo is, like, maybe an eight or a nine. Oh, like, really? Yeah. But, like, traditionally handsome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should also tell you, Joey has kind of, like, shed a couple pounds and started exercising in the last, like, couple of years. So he's, like taking care of himself and good, good for him. So he's Mm -hmm. found this guy who's kind of like hot and Mm -hmm. I would say hotter than his previous boyfriend, but that's a judgment call and Mm -hmm. whatever. I know that I'm being judge Judy here. So 
they're like everything is like blasted all over social media and i kind of feel bad for the the ex because i know he's seeing it but not my business Mm -hmm. um but joey i downloaded grinder as i do every Mm -hmm. once in a while and um i got a message from the eight or nine boyfriend oh really yes okay now you know you send me a picture oh total i will yes but joey here's the thing i um uh his profile doesn't say like in a relationship or open relationship or whatever Mm -hmm. again kind of not my business right Mm -hmm. um but i'm first of all i'm not about to go fuck joey's boyfriend (laughs) do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's it's a no-go for me Mm um like i i'm not interested in getting like tangled up in this web yeah um i also weird because you would think a sociopath wouldn't care great i'm not a sociopath but i'm not like i'm not interested in kind of even like (laughs) getting involved with somebody who's gotten involved with joey if that makes sense like that's kind of a turnoff like Mm -hmm. not not interested but so i messaged and i said ah i'm actually friends with joey (gasps) exclamation point like friendly Uh but like like setting it up yeah yeah Joey, I got blocked immediately. <gasps> oh, really? blocked on Grinder, <laughs> and I, I'm done with it. I'm not about to like contact Joey to let him know because it's uh-huh. really none of my business. Uh-huh. That's between you know those two guys. Now he mm-hmm. knows that I know Joey, and yeah. you know what I mean. Not my business from here because I don't know if they they might be in a thing where he's allowed to screw around and. Mm-hmm. There's no rule breaking, but maybe they're not allowed to cross certain lines. And me being a friend of Joey made me block material, and I'm cool with that. Listen, asshole. <laughs> oh, God. Here, not Wrong you, not you Boo Hacker. Not you, Boo Hacker. <laughs> I love that. Um, if you don't know, he came on, um, uh, not, I know Joe Batanzi, you know, but for everyone else listening, uh, Boo Hacker came on our after breakfast show last week and. Uh, people in the chat <laughs> were saying things like um, they didn't know that Joey was a real person. <laughs> Somebody thought it was just a character you did. Someone else thought it was a dog uh-huh. that we were talking about, like a puppy. <laughs> people okay. have people have told me that before that they think that they didn't know that Joey Buhecker is a real person. I think it's like a like a character. It does kind of sound like a character. Like there's that Buhecker. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, that's another you plug for that after breakfast show we well, do. Cause... I, but, but you know, if we were smart, because I was like, do Mike and I regularly feel an hour for catching up? We should have Boo Hacker come on, you know, uh, next week for at least like the news segment only, because it'll stretch the news segment out. Okay. And, and it'll probably stretch it to an hour, don't you think? Yeah. Let's, well, let's contact him. Yeah. Um, what, what else is up with you? Do you have anything? Oh, wait. Yeah. From the ocean to oh, the, the oh yeah, go ahead. Sea, you can do it to the wind and the. Let me ask you a question. If I actually play the raw thing, you think you do? If I play, if I, if I play the raw audio of, the, <laughs> I'm certain I can't. But let's go. Let's try. Okay, here we go. From the mountains to the prairies, <laughs> I really don't know. Here is okay. Cute. Let me see if I can do it live. I've never done it live. <laughs> But let me see if I can do it live. Here we go. Oh, wait. You don't do it live? Wait. No, you think I do it live every week? 
Are you fucking kidding me right now, Joe? No, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> no, watch. I'll play. I'll talk over. I'll, I'll talk over so you can you can know. I it's believe not much. you. I just never knew. Yeah, look, I'm talking right now. From and the mountains to the talking sea to all oh of California. God. This is the Catching Up News Report. No. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's try it. Here I go. genuinely had no idea. But I think that one even took me a few times. It's hard to time it. From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. What do you got going on, wow. first, Mike Lawson? Joe, I am curious what you think about this story. Maybe you've even heard about it. I know it's made some national news. Uh-huh. A 20-year-old... <laughs> happened right now i wish was better audio but i just heard a little chinese boy yelling okay go ahead a 20 year old in the bay area says that he went seeking potential predators on tinder by the way what an awful sentence hold on for a second before you say anything i just thought of this and and go with me i know don't think now but let's say in 30 years Okay, a 20-year-old in the Bay Area says that he went seeking potential predators on Tinder by using Snapchat's gender swap filter and claiming to be a 16-year-old oh, girl. I saw this story. Let's talk about this. Yes, I'm about to say okay. about this. Okay. So the guy he ensnared turned out to be ensnared turned out to be a San Mateo police officer, and that officer was arrested and placed on administrative leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The story is, shall we say, problematic. But the catfisher in this case is a guy named Ethan. He did not provide a last name when he spoke with NBC Bay Area. He says he did it with the best of intentions. I don't know. This is just weird to me on kind of both ends of it. But um, he had just learned that a female friend had been sexually assaulted as a child. And he was seeking some sort of revenge by outing another predator out there. I don't know. Ethan posed as Esther, mm-hmm. who listed herself as 19 on Tinder because 18 is the cutoff for the app. Mm-hmm. And she attracted the attention of 40-year-old Robert Davies. Who's kind of uh, hot, by the way. His, his initial message said, are you down to have some fun tonight? Mm-hmm. And Ethan, as Esther, decided to engage. And it, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't this weird to you? <laughs> I don't think he had the best of intent. I don't think that the that the catfisher was really on this mission to um save the world. Save the world. But okay. but but then why would he But that doesn't make the cop a good guy. No no you know no no, I mean? no no no. I think yeah. there's a bunch of shitty people in this story. But yeah. but why my question is why would he then turn the guy in? Like what like yeah. he's because he's the one that because here's here's what I think I mean I hate to interrupt because I just did but maybe quickly like because it fits in here nicely is I just see like the cop as doing as being a bad guy and doing something illegal yeah. this Ethan guy kind of a crummy guy doing something not yeah. illegal mm-hmm. you know they're both kind of doing something shitty but mm-hmm. one of them is like clearly against the law. Yeah. And he's a cop. He should kind of be held to a higher standard, in my opinion. But also, like, I here's the deal. Like, the guy's going to lose his job. He may not go to jail. If he gets a halfway decent attorney, you know, there could be some sort of, like, it wasn't part of an official sting operation, you know? I'm lowering, the, I'm lowering this back down because I can't get it to stay up, and it's actually harder to... Uh, 
deal with when it's like standing up and it keeps lowering. Um, okay. You know I can't see you, right? But I don't know if you can hear me lowering it. Anyway, oh. the point is that uh, like, look, like, how would that hold up in court? I feel any lawyer worth his salt. Now, look, the guy's going to lose his job. He's going to lose everything. Probably his, his life. And, and I mean, the guy did what he did. But in terms of actually going to jail, I don't know how much that would stick hold in court. The cop could easily say he he knew and he was just part of a fantasy. The conversation lasted for 12 hours and clearly Davies should have cut it off the minute he heard that she was 16, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all weird. It's all weird about it. They ended up moving into Snapchat. He put his phone in airplane mode and took screen grabs of it. I don't know. It it I think what's weird about it too is that he used I mean Google, you can find photos to use. Why are you using the gender swap of yourself? Yeah. I don't know. Something about that kind of detail makes the story weird to me. Oh, anyway. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's something going on. I, I I immediately thought that when I saw that. I was like, I don't know if they're if this guy is is on the level. Right. You know? But like if you rob a bank and find a dead body in the vault. And turn, you know, call the cops and say, that, you know, somebody killed that person. That person who killed that guy is still guilty of crime. So this yeah, cop but, should get everything he gets. But here's the deal. It, you know, you're right. I, okay. Cop, he's fucked. He deserves it. Go to hell, right? Whatever. Yeah. But it's kind of weird because it's like one of these things where it's like, well, you're the one that told him that you're not like it. You should. People shouldn't be going out and doing police work. Is what I'm trying to say. That's sure. not your job. Yes, yes, yes. And you, so, you know what? You're right. Like, I, I even think like entrapping you know people into these things, these conversations is sometimes kind of. Well, I remember when I, when I used to watch to catch a predator. Yeah, I was always like, "Stop talking, dummy! Don't talk to this Chris Hansen. There, there's no way this would hold up in court." There's yeah. no way it would hold up in court. And I think I think I saw a statistic actually that um that and one of the reasons why they they canceled to catch a predator was I mean there were many reasons, but um <clears throat> a lot of like at law ethics people were like this is very unethical what you're doing and also um <clears throat> the it, it, I guess that there was this weird thing where like if you were wealthy and caught to catch a predator like 80% of them would get off, but the poorer ones would go to jail. And so, because again, like they, they were able to get a, a lawyer who mm-hmm. um, was able to say like, this is fucked up, you know, like, cause I remember there was one where I could tell the guy knew what he was doing and wouldn't talk to Chris Hansen, just sat there and didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember I looked, I looked up his case specifically and he got no jail whatsoever. Nothing like literally nothing happened to him. So it's one of these things where, like, yes, we need to catch child predators. There are police that are set up to do that. Um, but this guy shouldn't be acting. I don't know. There's something very, very fishy. I think if, if someone poked around, they would find out a lot of weird-ass shit about this guy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, do you have a L.A. news story? or what's Well, I have an L.A. news story. Ian McKellen sets up a new program to help other LGBTQ seniors. Gay icon, movie star, and all-around badass Sir Ian McKellen has announced his latest project, Pride in Aging, a new charity aimed at supporting queer people over 50. 
which I'm like, oh, God. The, <laughs> the new program will help to end disparities in standards of living and social isolation of LGBTQ seniors. Um, it will also help establish a queer community for people over 50 and also provide health care and social services. Um and right in, in it, it says, California remains the only state in the union, I didn't know this, to offer state services to queer seniors. And I was asking, thinking, Mike Lawson, is this something you worry about or think about? Or like, is this something, what's, what's your position on this, like being older and gay? Yeah, it's something that I've thought a lot about actually in the last few months, um, oddly. I, I mean, my, I mean, I don't have children and I'm getting older. And I don't have a great retirement plan either. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I and that worries me. It worries me. Doesn't it worry you? I mean, I don't know your retirement plans, but I don't think we're in different boats dramatically. Wait, ah, sorry, I'm in mute. And now my my cool standing table is moving, doing all these crazy things. Wait, why is it going up and down? Yeah, cool standing desk, Joe. Oh, okay, I keep putting it up. Okay. So, um, I was pressing the wrong buttons. So, anyway. <clears throat> it's my dating life. <laughs> my sex life. Oh, I ruined that joke. So, anyway. What I was going to say is, <clears throat> it does worry me, though. I worry about more of the financial side. I've seen all these, like, weird, crazy, crazy, creepy stories about even, like, people who do well with retirement, that there's a problem where people. Who I see like okay, people who are saving for retirement, the, they're predicting right now. I saw this article separate from this. It's straight, gay, whoever. They're outliving their savings. They're, people yeah. are living longer than they saved. And there's a part of me, there's somebody I know, for instance, who's competent, young, right? But not gonna really blaze a trail in life, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's always looking for a job. And I've always told him. Work for the fucking government, right? Because my dad is so set for life, you know? Like, my dad has his pension. Like, he's going to get the same salary for the until he dies. There's no running out, you know? And yeah. great benefits. They literally pay, like, zero, you know, for their uh, health insurance. And so, like, that kind of worries me, that security of it all. Sure. Um, I, d- I don't know how sound that advice is, and I'm not and I, I'm not challenging you because I feel like I have a better opinion. I'm mostly just throwing this out that, like, I'm not convinced that the alternative is true, that, like, government jobs were great, you know, then, and, like, the future is something else. Uh, I could I be easily saying, yeah. convinced that. And, and maybe it is, like, you need to get into like automation for government sort of like things or something. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not smart. I still imagine that. that a government. I think you're right. I think like my dad is probably the last of a of a of an outgoing breed who get these like um, government great pensions, pensions right? And, yeah. You know. But um, <clears throat> what's funny though is I still think it'll probably be better than a lot of, of what's out there. Uh, but. I mean, I don't know. It's too late for me, you know. This guy's young. But um, <laughs> but for me, no, it's something I think about. And uh, it's something to – you know what's so funny is – and this is going to be related because I know that – I know in my parents' will, essentially, they're so worried about me that 
my brother and I inherit the house with the stipulation that I get to live in it until I'm dead or whatever. Yeah. And or unless we sell it, you know, we can sell it. Right, but right. if I want to live in it, I can live in it. And then the girls get it or whatever. Right. Yeah. But um, so I'm not worried about the housing part. But what's funny is I know people, you know, comes up here all the time on the like, Joe, you should just move out. You should just move out. Right. Whenever I have a thing with my parents, which actually the next story is about a fight with my parents. Right. You should just move out. I should just move out. But then, you know, just that other day, the day of the live show with Linda and my parents, mm-hmm. Linda was, now Linda lives in, now she owns her home, but she lives in East LA in like, not I would call it a bad part, it's not necessarily dangerous, but it's, not, it's, a, it's a poor part of East LA, right? Right. And she was telling us the other day that her neighbor owns two properties on the, on the same street, like next door to each other. She lives in one, and in the property next door, and they're not big properties, Mike Lawson. I mean, the property's big, but the houses aren't big, Right. Yeah. She built a house and she's divided in four into four little apartments. And she said they're just like tiny one bedrooms with a tiny little like um, bachelor kitchen. I don't know what you call them, right? You know, like a hot plate. Kitchenette. Kitchenette, right? Do you know how much she's charging a month for, in East LA, a shitty part of East uh, LA for the two one grand. bedroom? No, no, no. 1200 Okay. I mean, that is how crazy. <laughs> not quite Bay Area prices yet. But. No, not Bay Area prices yet, but for for a shitty, like a tiny one bedroom uh, with yeah. a kitchenette apartment in a in like a poor part of East LA, it's twelve hundred dollars. Like, like, look, here's a Joey. Deal. I that's like my goal find right now. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. <laughs> okay, okay. I know you're looking for that, but what I'm saying is that people like. I have a pretty sweet setup. Like, my parents yeah. have built somehow, like, I don't know when this happened, a resort in their backyard, right? Right. With, like, yeah. a pool and cabanas and fountains and shit like that, right? Yeah. And, like, apart from some annoyances, like, until this rent thing goes crazy or Afterthought Media becomes NBC or something, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I it, to, uh, Not that I can't afford it, but I think it would be stupid just so that I could say like what what do i get out of it it's not like i have any restriction my parents aren't like you have a curfew you know like sure like i think i'm i think what you're doing is you have just prioritized like things and you know getting out of there is not at the top of the list like doing things that make you happy are yeah higher and i think that's wonderful and so like when we say that we're saying like geez they're driving you crazy and we're saying you should maybe pull that up higher on your list but that's I see what saying. you're saying. I'm not mad. I'm just saying, like it, it, like I like being able, like I can think of a lot better things to do with that twelve hundred dollars, you yeah. know, a month, yeah. you know. So I do. Anyway, uh, okay. So anyway, so, so anyway, so we talked about that news story. Let's uh, let's go on to the personal story. Okay, I want your, I want you to hear about this. Now, this isn't the funniest story. It's kind of complicated, but I want to hear your thoughts on this, and I want to get okay. your decisions along the way. So, um, I went, I didn't buy my brother a Father's Day gift. I happened to see something at the post office that I thought, my brother loves the Beatles, right? Yeah. And I, I went to go to the post office for normal post office things, and they told me they had these John Lennon stamps that came out. Cool. So, my, my brother and my dad love the Beatles, and so I said, oh, you know what? I'll get two sheets of these stamps, and I'll frame them and give them to them, you know? Yeah, that's And it, nice. it happened to be my Father's Day. So, I said, oh, it'll be my brother's Father's Day present. 
So the other day, I, uh, I tell my parents, like, oh, can I pick? my brother was leaving for San Diego on Friday, and I had to give him, oh, the girls left some things at the house, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll go take it to Mike. And uh, I go, I'll give him his Father's Day gift. And my dad's like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to see them on Father's Day. Uh, let, me, let me give you his gift, uh, and you can give it to him. And I was like, okay. He gives it, puts it in my car, whatever, right? Drive it to my brother's house. Ha ha ha. Oh, thank you for this gift. That's nice. Blah, blah, blah. I go, oh, by the way, before I leave, I got to give you dad's. Dad sent me his Father's Day gift to give you. He goes, why? And I go, because he's not going to see you on Sunday. Because, yes, he is. Why not? I go, you're in San Diego. And he goes, yeah, we're coming back in the morning, though. And I was like, oh. And I go, well, let me see what they want to do. Okay. Now, of course, my parents, cheekless. Was the gift wrapped? No. My dad okay. was going to wrap it. I go, I don't have time for you to wrap it. I'm just going to hand it yeah. to you. Right? I go, chicle, you know, the gum in Spanish, the, the, chicle, the chicle twins are always together. They even get their hair done together. So when my mom goes to get her hair done, when she's waiting for the, the dye to set in, like uh-huh. my dad gets his hair cut. Okay? Uh-huh. So they were together, getting their hair did, right? And I <laughs> call my mom and I go, I call my dad, but my mom answers. She goes, what's up? And I go, Where's dad? He's getting his haircut. What do you need? And I, I tell her the story. And she goes, mm-hmm. oh, we'll talk to your dad. And she goes, you know what? If we're going to see them on Sunday, we'll just give them on Sunday. And I was like, okay. Okay. Mike Lawson, I drive all the way home. I get in the driveway of the car. I get a phone call. <laughs> you didn't give Michael the gift. And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. you, Mom's... I told you to give him the gift. Why would I tell him? And scream, like Mike Lawson screamed at me. Screamed at me. Okay. Because I didn't give him the gift. Weird. Yeah. So now I'm super pissed. Like, yeah. I am pissed beyond belief. And I have to go all the way back to my brother's house. Right? In Fullerton. Uh-huh. You had to. Yes. He's like, go give it to him. Right? Yeah. I was so angry. By the way. Along the way, I call this sweet Michael. I'm so upset. I want to rant and rave to him, right? He doesn't answer. I'm so angry. I go, go to hell, and I block him. Oh, because here's kind of like, what could someone be doing on a Saturday? Mike Lawson, all Friday, I kept thinking it was Saturday, right? <laughs> so he was at uh-huh. work the whole time. Yeah, he was at sure. work. But I thought it was Saturday. And so I blocked him. And then, okay, we'll come back to this. Well, no, Wait, you down. blocked him because he didn't pick up your call? Yes, I was in a, a really upset, Mike Lawson. So then that I tell so weird. Okay. I, t- I tell former boyfriend of the show, Aiden, that I blocked Sweet Michael. And before I even tell him the story, he is laughing hysterically, right? And I go, What's so funny? And he goes, That's so on brand for Joe Batanz. Yeah. That's so Joe Batanz is to block somebody because they didn't answer their phone. It's kind of weird, Joe. <laughs> I've Not gonna lie. I've since apologized to my to my sweet Michael. Okay, okay. I just very. I will say, and I told Aiden, I go. I know what Michael's doing. I go. Just a couple of weeks ago, sweet my blocking people came up with sweet Michael, and I go and I asked them. I said, when I block you, do you get upset and sad? And he goes, no. He goes, I go. Ugh, Joe's mad about something, and I just put it down. I go, I'll talk to him in a couple of days. Does he know that he's blocked? How does he even know? Because he texts me back and it comes back as like not an iMessage. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So anyway, look, guys, the, it's hard to be my friend. The only people I've ever blocked are telemarketers that I don't want calling me. Oh, there's so many people blocked on my phone. Oh my god, it's crazy. It's easy to get blocked by me. But um, but guys, it is, if if you have this desire to be friends with Joe Batanz, ask Sweet Michael about all the drama you have to go through, or ask Aiden who dated me what that's like. You know, it's it's not pretty. It's not fun. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, don't nobody bring me no bad news. You know that? <laughs> what is that? Like that whole song is about like if you want to be my friend you have to like bow down and fall. It's from the Wiz. When I wake up in the afternoon, you know when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I would try and see the Wiz, you know, because I'm yeah. a homosexual. Mm-hmm. And I'd always, but same thing with the Wizard of Oz. I rarely when he, remember when they used to show it on TV at night. I yeah. rarely made it to Oz. I was usually zonked out by the time she that tornado happened. So the movie does something tricky where in the beginning it feels like, oh, my God, this is almost like Jim Henson-y. Like uh, when you meet Michael Jackson, everything, it just feels like a character mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of like when they get deeper into the city, I'm like, this is not for kids. Well, I've and never so, I've never made it past like Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's a, it has a weird pacing where I, I think that it. Um, I'm trying to think of something similar. Like when you bite into it, it tastes like sweet and good. And then in the middle, you're like, oh, what is this? Anyway. It's kind of <laughs> like, a, like a catching up episode when you're the first story. Uh, so like, oh, what a nice oh, person. Yeah, yeah. And then I come in there like, oh, God. Fuck Blocking people. Yeah. Snipers. <laughs> missing dramas. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I get to my brother and I give him the gift. And he's like, oh, thanks. He's like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, oh, don't even get me started. And then my, but I will say my, it was all a misunderstanding. My parents apologized. But was the food, was the gift food or perishable no, or something? No, it was like a piece of like hardware for like a tool, like a, like a tool. Huh. Yeah. Happy, happy Father's Day. Someone in the chat room asked if it's normal to buy brothers or sisters, mothers or Father's Day gifts. Well, like and I, I said, think like, I, I say if they're no. a mother or father, kind of, yeah. Yeah, like, it, it might like be one of these things where, like, I saw it, I knew my brother would like it, and I'll work kind of by Father's Day, so, like, I'll just give it to him. But, like, I don't usually give my brother anything on Father's Day. I, I give him a pat on the back, right? Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, well, he would like this. Also, did you see what my brother gave you for my birthday? We've, uh, we yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked about it on the show. Yeah, so, like, it's one of these things where, like, yeah. Yeah. You so, owe him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Not really owe, but like, yeah. you don't want to just ignore the holiday. I get that. Or like, if I see some stamps that he would like, I'm going to pick them up for him. You right. Know? It just you didn't break your back us. trying to get this gift. No, no, I gave my dad the same gift. Yeah. Oh, but I am, I am becoming Betty Batanz. So on top of that, I decided, because I know my dad's jealous I know my dad's jealous of my QI chargers. You know what those are? No. Okay, for those oh, for Mike Lawson, those not listening. It's those little pads. They're like little discs. Mine's a disc. It's a little pad that you can just put your phone on, and then through magnets, it charges your phone. You don't have to connect it to a wire. Gotcha. Yeah. And I have the one in my office and in the room, in my bedroom. And um, so I bought him a couple for his for Father's Day, right? And they were going to get delivered yesterday. And all day, I was like, where is this fucking package? Where is it not here? So finally, like at 9 o'clock at night, because it'd be there by 9, right? Yeah. I go on uh, Amazon. Mike Lawson. 
it was all there in the cart. I had never pressed buy. No, I've done that before. I hate yes. that. Ugh. I did that with groceries once, and I was so pissed because I like arranged a day around that delivery. Yeah, so I'm sorry, annoying. Joey. I'll just get here tomorrow. <laughs> Want to know what I did with my Father's Day Amazon delivery? What'd you do? Well, I just screwed that story up. But basically, I came home from work the other day, and there's this uh, Amazon package on my front stoop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, I don't remember ordering anything. I open it. There's a gift receipt inside and a little nice note. And it says, Happy Father's Day. Um, I love you. Mm-hmm. From Mike. I sent the Father's Day t- <laughs> gift from Amazon to myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> so and okay, here's the best so, part joey yeah i happen to be a vegetarian as you know yeah and i bought my dad this like injector kit to put stuff into meat it's like oh yeah so now how are you gonna get it to him well it first of all it wasn't that expensive i don't mm-hmm. mother's day and father's day i don't spend a lot of money on gifts mm-hmm. I it's kind of i don't know I just never have. So it, it was like 25 bucks. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, a ton of money. I just bought another one and had it shipped to him, and then I'm going to return this one. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Just because I wanted to get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened. I Oh, Joey, I also wanted to tell you, and I, this is a story I put on my thing, but it's since resolved kind of. My um, uh, uh, zine that I'm drawing on yeah. my Patreon mm-hmm. um this month is going to be about my sister mm-hmm. and her picture is all over it. It's like a, all, like every page is her fucking face. Yeah. And she's a Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, should I tell her before I send it out? I'm certainly, I mean, it's sent to the printer. Like it's happening. It'll probably get mailed on like uh, early next week. Yeah. Should I tell her or should I not? What would you do? <laughs> I would tell her. What do you think she's going to be upset? She seems like a kind of a, a private person. The, she's super private. But that being said, the story's not like bad or mean. It's not like it's not even that personal about her. It's a story about me, wh- where she's like a main supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But her face is all over it. So anyway, I text her a picture of like the cover, which is a drawing of her face. And she said something like, uh-oh. And I was like, don't worry, it's not that oh. bad, but it's coming. It's not that And bad. happy birthday, because her birthday's this month, too. And she said something like, she'll let me know next week if we're still talking or, like, jokey, you <gasps> oh, know? okay. But she's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's happening. So, what, do you have anything else? What's going on? What are we, what are, where are we at in the show? <laughs> we're about an hour in, right? Where are we at in the show? No, what are you doing next week? Oh, well, I'm getting major uh, oral surgery done um, on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. like going under. And like, mm, it might take me a long time to recover. Okay. Um, So that's happening. Um, It's actually been a real big lead up. I don't, we haven't talked much about it, but um, I've been a series of appointments and like skin grafting and like Mm -hmm. just a bunch of shit. So uh, that's happening on Tuesday. That's kind of all I have planned. I'm not – I basically don't uh, go back to work for at least another week then. Oh, really? Um, and when is this? On Tuesday. Oh, okay. 
Um, so that's happening. And then um, getting this – the fourth issue of my uh, Patreon zine getting mailed out. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Living the dream. What are you mm-hmm. up to? What Hello? Am I up to? I'm trying to think of what I'm up to. I really don't have any other than running Afterthought Media and uh, doing just nonsense. Oh, I'm going to see some friends next weekend. And I am doing. Cool. Hold on, let me look at my calendar here. This is this is what we come to. Like, it's called the part where Joe looks at his calendar for next week. Oh, I'm seeing some friends next week, and then oh, and then next Sunday I have two events going on. We're doing a live catching up on Pride48.com. Same time simulcast. You know, same time, nine a.m. Pacific, twelve p.m. Eastern. But then, Mike Lawson, let me tell you something. At two p.m. Pacific. Okay, 5 p.m. Eastern, myself and Lori Roggenkamp will be doing a faithful recreation of Oh yeah, that's the music From the ocean Hi, atop the universe Wait, wait from the Pride 48 studio, high atop the universe, this is time for dubious intent to come screaming at you t- through the interwebs. Good morning, the good afternoon, good evening. Yeah, what? This, this is the theme song from an old Pride, 8, Pride 48 show that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, from made by the founders Daniel Brewer and Adam Burns called Dubious Intent. Lori Roggenkamp and I will be faithfully recreating a brand new episode, but the feel... The everything she, about this. I'm gonna tell you, they're exciting surprises and everything. Has she ever heard of and heard an episode of it? No, I gotta have I have time for listen to one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This will be good. Yeah. But she, no, but she's preparing. I'm telling you something. She she's prepared. She's been doing her homework except for I except for hearing it. She's been doing her homework. <laughs> I can't say except what for it most is. Of the homework. I can't say what it is, but I can tell you that she is hearing it okay hold on okay okay yeah cool uh but it's gonna be really really good i want everybody in my afterthought media family to uh to show your support uh and um show up show up i'll be bugging you guys about that all right joey well it was nice catching up with you and i'll talk to you soon go to hell oh wait i'm not in the right folder okay now go to hell mike for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. 
without fail. They never miss a week.